Welcome to the OK Roundtable. My name is Kim. I'm Mort. And I'm Thought. And I'm so, Kim. so tired today. Yeah, no, I'm Kim. No. <laughs> uh, I'm Mort. <laughs> all right, 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 off, right off the bat, I I had, what, what is it up with um, the whole, because like, before, before we really started, you were talking about the word problematic and how that's just kind of how you... <laughs> Can you can fake deepness so easily on well, social media? So, so it works really well in my line of work because I'm a consultant with a bunch of small business owners. So predominantly white older men in Alabama. You can guess what type of people we're talking about. Okay, uh, Kona. say things that. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Millennials, I hate them too. Exclusively uh, millennial haters. No, but so you know um, they'll say things that are just absolutely horrible sometimes i had a franchisee no shit this week say something to the effect of uh yeah i remember when obama sent the irs after conservatives no, that like, that was the thing yeah. that they were going after political groups yeah i was like yeah that's problematic <laughs> it doesn't really say anything it's problematic like, like, what part's problematic? How is it problem? What does that even mean? Nobody questions it. They're just like, okay, cool, you're agreeing with me. It's like putting up a blank slate of a word where somebody could just be like, oh, that means this. No, because it was on someone's uh, post pretty specifically about the the Chick-fil-A thing. Like, It, it came up again that Chick-fil-A uh, donates like $1.8 million or plus a year or whatever yeah. amount to, to anti-LGBT groups. And... This guy, this guy, a mutual friend of ours, was like, "I don't care, dude. It's real good fucking chicken." But he's a big dude. I mean, like, I'm a big dude. This dude's a big dude. Like, oh, he's a big dude. And big so the response, the the third train basically becomes like, "Of course you would, fatty. Like, you need anything. You won't you won't stop me no matter what." And then he goes on this fucking rant. It's completely misspelled. It has awful grammar, but. But he was like, oh, man, like all your foods like pumped up with chemicals. Like it doesn't matter. Like intolerance will never go away. Like it's not an instant thing. So who cares? Like those anti those anti LGBT groups don't even like accomplish anything. So like that money is like not going anywhere. And it's like that's such a nihilistic view. Yeah, that's like, a weird way to see that. I'm going to keep eating chicken because... Even though they use their profits to fund anti-LGBT groups, it's not people are still going to be intolerant. They're still going to be gay people. So fuck it. And it's like no, I think that's why you shouldn't eat there. Is because you're just like right. you need to be like there will be LGBT people. You can continue to be an ignorant fuckhead, but I don't have to support you and pay for it. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's an argument to be made that because they're a franchise system, that you can support a local franchise. And not want to support the company as a whole. And, and that actually could be problematic. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the argument they're making, is it? I was I was hoping for more, I guess. You know, I, I was, I was kind of hoping there'd be, there'd be something different, too. But uh, whatever. It was just something that annoyed me. And you said problematic before we started. And I was like, oh, my God, problematic. Like, yeah, yeah it, it would have been better if all he said was, yeah, the Chick-fil-A thing is problematic. But they have good chicken. Like, that would have been they it have for good me. Chicken. Like, I would have been like, yeah. He's right. So deep. Hashtag deep. Hashtag deep. Uh, I have a uh, strange question. Perfect. Do you stand or do you stay seated when you wipe your ass? 
neither. I use a bidet. There is that third option. Okay, but think back to when you wiped. Because there wasn't always a time when you used a bidet. Like There wasn't. No. I mean, uh, uh, seated. Fought? Seated. Uh, stand? I only learned, like a, like, a few months ago, that about half of the people stand. I didn't know that was even a thing. Because the other half apparently doesn't know the other half exists. I, well, yeah, why would you? It doesn't come up in conversation much. Because like, how you sh- how you wipe your ass is how you wipe your ass. Right. You just sit down. We can't be friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so... Fucking standards. As, as a sitter, as a sitter, like, <laughs> fought, please tell me your logic of standing up. Because I feel like... I feel like there's there's something missing about the, standing up. I, I can give you an answer, and I'm not gonna like it. That's uh, why I'm asking. Because I'm fat. That I'm, dude, look at me. No, I'm, I think I'm than you. <laughs> but I don't know how standing would help. Okay, so I mean, we're a group called the Overweight Knights. Like, let's I mean, not let's not joke my, my around arms here. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> my arms suck. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit! <laughs> I was. <laughs> I can't. Uh, okay. It was good until I looked at Vod's face again. I lost. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. So. Going back to the same guy who like mistyped and all this other really really big dude. Oh, did did he say? Oh, by the way, I stand. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be random. No, but that's, that's not what happened. No, I we were in in another very odd discussion. We were how we were talking about like universal universal situations, right? Something that we all deal with, blah blah blah. And the human condition. Yeah, we, we were there at work, and uh, he. They were kind of. We were somehow the conversation about having an itchy asshole came up, and everyone's and everyone's kind of like, you know, you know how it is. Like if you've worked all day and like you went to the restroom and like there's a possibility it didn't quite get all of it, so there's it's a little and it's a little, a little bothering you. Just a little bit, you know. Just a little bothering you. Sometimes it could bother you. You know, maybe not you, Nick, anymore because you use a bidet. But I'm not saying, but. So it was kind of one of those things where it's like, have you ever had an issue, asshole? It's kind of like, oh yeah, before I, you know, gotta get someone's gotta get a good scratching. This guy says, "That's never happened to me," and all of us were just like, "How? How has that never happened to you?" And he doubt, doubt, <laughs> and the because like Fat was saying, like, oh, "I'm a big dude, like that's why I have to stand." Here's his solution because he's a big, he's a big motherfucker. He says he's never had an itchy asshole. Because every time he shits, he takes a shower afterwards. Wow. Like, bidet is one thing. But just like, well, I'm done. And then you <laughs> take off your clothes and head in the shower. I mean, if that's your way of doing things, how long is it before you just start cutting out the middleman? Just like, shit in the shower and waffle yeah. stomp? And just waffle stomp like, it in, dude? Like, dude, you, you, you need to stop. Hopefully this guy's not watching this, but if he is watching this, stop doing that. I mean, I love the guy. I don't want to ever. I don't want to name him. I love the guy, 
But like, oh my god! Like some of the things he says are these weird, like conspiracy theories and super nihilistic, and like I don't care. But like that moment, all of us were just like there. We're going like every time though, but like every time though. <laughs> like every, so, does he just not take his shit at work? Yeah. What do you have to do if you're not home? He, he only lives like a block and a half away. But like I'm, I was just thinking like you've never had this shit like while at work or do you? Say I'm gonna go on break and that's where you go. Like you're gonna go take a shit shower and be right back. Because <laughs> you have to do both. You can't just do one. That's crazy. No, that that's so much work. So much work. I just don't. Uh, unless is unless like not not to get too deep into this, but like unless his diet's just so bad that he poops like once a week. I mean, the, I don't know the dude. I don't know the dude's a big dude. I don't know. He, I saw what he eats. It's not like it was anything different or special. I don't know, man. That's that's weird. It's it's a little it's a little weird. But like, I I, I don't know. I just think I just thought that it was really really weird. But Fats a standard. I, I now I now look. I'm not gonna feel a little different, you know. Yeah, this, this uh, whole bit's getting cut. Like this is never gonna make the light of day. There's no, there's, there's no cutting here, sir. Uh, but yeah. So Fat, did you watch the? Oh <laughs> God. <he's... laughs> Why? <laughs> did you, uh, Fat? Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I just watched it. Okay. So, I feel like Captain Marvel kind of uh, started a, a, a bromance with Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> yeah. So and I'm fine with that. Like we watched, oh. we watched a trailer called The Unicorn Store, and it's Brie Larson's directorial debut. It is. Like, it is. And Sam Jackson's in it. And I True. believe, I believe the guy uh, from Dopender. Yeah, Dopender was in it. Yeah. And I was just like, holy crap, man. And we call him Dope Ender just because that's his name in Deadpool. That's not really his name. I, I don't know his, his actual name. But I, I don't know actor names, so... I, I usually know them, Captain but he's, he's not, not big. So. Uh, I mean, he, he might be. I mean... I don't know anything else. Dope Ender, it's... Okay. His name is Karen Sony. Yeah. Nice. Sony. Sony. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Maybe Sony. I have no idea. Either way, like this this movie looks interesting and Apparently it was shot in twenty seventeen. Because looking at his credits, that is it's from twenty seventeen. So this was shot before Deadpool two was. maybe he got the, the role from Deadpool essentially? I mean that would uh, make it sense. Seems right? that way. His career certainly took a an uptick when he got Deadpool, but Huh, it says Unicorn Store is a 2017 comedy film. Oh, that's why it was. It was like in special presentations at like film festivals and shit. So people have seen it and they know about it for a while. It's but a it's, strange story. It's like in this movie barely getting released on Netflix, <clears throat> and it's barely well, so. So so here's what's happened. So Rebel Wilson mm-hmm. was attached to it in 2012, uh, with Miguel Arteta, Arteta directing. Uh, but somehow that just kind of got lost in production hell. And then in, in 2016, Brie Larson got attached for every role. I Means director, producer, star. Yeah. 
So, so the way that the way that movies tend to work, uh, even after they get made and stuff. So, especially something that seems like this seems like very independent, very low budget, not very like high profile movie. And the fact that it got vest- festival viewings means that it made the rounds. Like they made it and it made the rounds. The only thing they didn't have was distribution, and that's right, where they sold it to somebody. Right, someone has to buy it to distribute it. Usually that's kind of like, you know, Fox or New Lancet, whatever. One of these companies buys it to, to be the people that say, we're releasing it. And then how they release it matters, because then it's kind of like it's going straight to DVD, it's getting a theatrical release, like all of that kind of comes into play. Kind of like with uh, The Big Sick, after they made that, Amazon was like, we're putting that bitch in the theaters, we're not just putting it on Prime, we're putting it in a theater. And so, like, it's just kind of like that. And so Netflix just recently bought it and was like, we're going to put it on Netflix. Woo! Say hi. Yeah. Which, which dog is this? This is Tira. Oh. This is our smallest. That's the smallest Hello, yeah. pupper. She's 55 pounds. Uh, so she is the smallest. I got her. I got her. So. Hi, Lauren. Oh, God, Lauren's just there in the background. <laughs> oh, easy, easy. I, I, feel like, I feel like now I have to know, since Fott stands, when... I don't know where Fott stands. <laughs> I hate you. No, um... <laughs> Me too. Um... The... When you, when you wipe, do so you stand and you wipe, I have to know, do you, do you fold or do you scrunch? Uh... I used to scrunch and I've started folding. Just cause, uh... Good. I feel like when I fold, I use less toilet paper. So it's like, a waste issue I, then. I so. do not understand wadding because that just incredibly uh, increases the chances of you accidentally getting your fingers in shit. I've never had that issue. Have you never but, have you never busted through? Like not even once you never had like, oh man, like, I'm in, in like the Like with worst. the one ply at I'm the like, mall? Yeah. Get my entire fist and just jam it up <laughs> my butt. And, and maybe like it'll just, no, I've never done. <laughs> I mean, so we can talk after like, is, is this a whatever you're into? I'm not here to king shame. I'm not here to king shame. Are we, are we doing this? I'm here to I'm here to support and to love. Not maybe not to participate, but uh, <laughs> love from a distance. You know, just one of those things. Um. Yeah. So, like, what is what's your what's your what's your week been like? My week. Yeah. Like, what have you been playing? What have you been doing? I have, uh, this past week I've been working. I've been uh, doing overnight. Cool. Yeah, you guys already know how my week's been. And yeah. my week before that, I've been trying to buy these components so I can get rid of what's currently in my case so I can have a better computer and I can start making videos again. Because, I don't know, I think my, my old graphics card just... You, and you said it was a 750? 750 Ti. See, I upgraded from a 550 to a 970 when the Division 1 came out. And now the Division 2 has come out, and you're still on a 750. 
Yeah. Like, that's a... Holy shit. <laughs> I think this computer is like five years old now. I think At least it's older than that, with all of its, With all of its uh, components, not the graphics card that I just put in now. Mm. Since I can actually use that. You said but I have a motherboard. I have RAM coming. I still need the processor, and I still need uh, new storage because I think my SSD is dying, which was my well, which is my boot drive. Once it's dead, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're not going to see me for a while. Once it's dead, I'm gone. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm gone. That's it. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. I'm... <laughs> and uh, yeah, I might. Friend slash boss gave me an Xbox because he wants me to play Apex with him. That's right. You're gonna be you're gonna be console. Back I don't to, want to back to the console, <laughs> dude. You're gonna start getting used to how it's played on console, and you're gonna be like, guys, I'm really the, good the, at Apex. The way, the way it was meant to be played. Oh god, yeah, controller on the Switch. There. Oh. <laughs> mm, that's awful, dude. That that just sounds ridiculous um i know you guys have heard me complain about a co-worker for different various reasons multiple times so i got another i got another fucking issue with this particular person again today so whenever we were okay so several weeks back we uh we bought a um we bought a tool chest like you know a toolbox and so, like, he was like, I'll put it together. Like, I wanted to put it together, but, like, he, we started doing, I started doing other things. And so he starts putting it together. And I'm like, I know that when I'm doing stuff, unless I specifically ask for help, I'm building it, and that's it. Leave me alone. Holy shit, pupper. Oh, my God, Britta. So this he, is Britta. She's the big one. He, uh, he, he messed up He's the... the he messed up the instructions multiple times and put a lot of things upside down. It had to be had to completely be deassembled and then reassembled correctly. Like it, there was issues, and I was super pissed off because it took him all day to get it wrong. Like, oh, come on, dude. Well, today, like I was putting together furniture. Like the new, we bought new desks for the office, and we're, so we're putting them together and getting everything um, taken care of. Uh, but when I'm working now on the the whatever it's called the the it's like a little shelving thing i forgot okay. what is it called? whatever but the thing that put goes on the desk because it's a big old u desk and then it has a nice little cool um i said the word a billion times a day and now because i've said it I, it's no longer in my goddamn head um and we start we start putting it together and he wants to start helping me and i'm like okay but i need him more like i'm sitting in the middle and i have 17,000 panels and parts around me when I say like oh, I need Jay I need you to find Jay and like get it to me and I can put it together well it got to the point where all the little small things were done and now it became like screwing on big panels so it's like uh, if I'm screwing over here you can totally uh, uh, get some stuff like put together on the other side so I'm over here and like he picks up a screwdriver and starts to like help me I'm like okay like, I don't want you to, you know, fuck this up. And the first thing he does, because the way that those, like, snap-on pieces go together, you have, like, the wood bits and the metal bits that you lock. Well, the metal bit, you have to screw on, and then it gets flush, and you have to make sure it's straight. 
So he picks one of those pieces up and goes for it. And immediately the manager goes, make sure it goes straight. I'm like, yeah, make sure it's straight or I'm going to take those tools away from you. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) and he starts screwing it. And immediately it's like crooked. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like this is the first thing you've done. And And then he's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You can just, you know, like it's only a little, it's only a little crooked. It's not a big deal. You can just, you can just push it in. Just push it in. And I was like, you want me to brute force the fucking furniture together? Like, it's meant to line up and then lock. If I brute force it, it's particle board. It will break. Like, what do you just think? Just shove it in, dude. No, it's cool. Just shove it in. Like, Christ. no, my dudes. No. So, after that, I was kind of like, you just keep holding things. Like, you don't, you don't longer touch tools. You hold things and get things for me. That's it. That's your job. And I stayed like an extra like hour or so just to finish. Oh my goodness. My hand is actually like like rubbed raw because the, the good screwdriver we have has a wooden handle. So I oh. mean like I'm just wood. Just That's a good one? It is a good one. It's a great fucking screwdriver. Okay. But like we need to buy new tools because we, sh- we have a lot of like newer tools but they've been they've been used so hard that right. they they don't they slip and like I don't want to sit there and be slipping and stabbing particle board like right. I have a, a ratcheting screwdriver from Stanley that I like a lot Ooh. So I don't have to work very hard yeah that's pretty good like I should probably uh that's what we need. we're we're looking to getting more tools like the problem is it's it's spending it's spending tons of money it's just spending tons of money yeah yeah, that's a problem in my industry, too. Um, okay, so I've been watching a new show lately. Oh, I, if you're familiar uh, with it. I didn't realize you were watching TV. Yeah, uh, well, I mean... Or is it Netflix? Netflix. Okay. It's Netflix. Uh, but Nailed It, uh, the, the cooking show. Uh, Lauren was just telling me about that. Absolutely enthralled with it. Like, I sit there and watch it and just bust a gut the entire fucking time. Because it's taking people that have either minimal or very little cooking experience and having them do, like, the shit they find on, like, you know, Pinterest or Etsy where it's just, like, crazy, you know, uh, cakes or, or, you know, whatever. Just crazy shit. And, of course, they're terrible. They have a a time limit and they have no experience. They just fuck it up every time. That sounds awful. It's it's hilarious, though, because there's no expectation. There's no pressure. It's very low-key, and it's just people kind of making fun of it. Uh, it's Nicole Byer, who's the host, uh, who's a, a very funny comedian. I'm kind of whatever about the host. Like, I, I watched part of it, and I was like, I don't know. I, I felt weird about it. I guess it depends on your opinion of Nicole Byer, but I think she's hilarious. So. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I crack up every time anything on that show happens. I just sit here and die the whole time because they're terrible. I mean, these people are just truly awful. Right. Uh, I don't know, oh, do they do they have like egos too? No, like, like these oh, people know I... they're terrible. Like they're, they're coming in, they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. That would... gives. Them... Oh my god! Could you imagine? Could you imagine if someone says, "I, I don't know what I'm doing," but guess what? I'm gonna rock this. Like, oh god! Yeah. And so they go in and like my favorite thing is it'll be like, oh, I forgot to put the flour in my cake. <laughs> oh. And you're like. You don't forget the flat, or, or like instead of using powdered sugar, you're using granulated. So their fudge is now grainy. 
<laughs> it's just fucking hilarious because again, there's no real pressure. It's not like Gordon Ramsay's coming in there and yelling at them. The the concept is to be more supportive and wholesome. Even when they screw it up entirely, they try and find something good about it and kind of build them up. Right, so it's a different right, approach right. to cooking show. It's very low key, which I can appreciate. The uh, the high anxiety ones I'm just not into at all. I've worked in the kitchen. I don't need to watch a show about it. I mean, it's different. It's different. It's different when it's definitely like Gordon Ramsay or like real actual kitchen style shit. Yep. What what I after Lauren told me about that show, uh, like I don't know. Are you into cooking shows at all? Like, do you watch anything where people make food? I don't watch anything. Uh, I've been meaning to watch a lot more TV, but no, I haven't. I feel like I feel like with how you spend some of your time, you could put that switch down and put on Netflix. I'm just saying. I don't. Or just put switch. on Netflix while you play the Switch. <laughs> like you can do both. It's fine. It's fine. I, I should. I do technically pay for it. Yeah, that's even worse. Well, no. Yeah. So, well, because the reason I ask is because there's a show. Stop doing that. Like you, you guys, you guys know me. I'll sometimes talk about a lot of British shows that I watch. And quite a bit of Korean shows. There's a Korean show that's on Netflix now, and it makes me super happy. It it it, it truncates the first couple of years, like kind of like a best of episode thing, where it has the entire first first season is just a compilation of best the best the best episodes over a couple of years. So like you get twenty episodes throughout the last four years, and then it starts like here's 2017, here's all all 2017. Blah, blah. So what they do, this Korean show, is they, it's called, in, in Korean anyway, it's called Please Take Care of My Fridge. But in the English translation, it's a chef in my fridge. So the, the concept is you have these eight, or there's more, but like in the episode, there are eight chefs. Eight classically trained in different styles. Like there's one that's a Chinese trained, one is Italian, one's French. One one's more English. One there's like only one, like one's actually Chinese, and then six of them are Korean, and then like one is a foreigner from like Belgium. I forgot where he's from. Oh, I need to watch it again. But he's 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 the only guy. He's the only white guy there. <laughs> but like they all speak Korean. Like even the, even the white guy is just there speaking Korean. It's amazing. Right. And so you have these eight you have these eight chefs, and the two hosts. And they bring in two guests. And these guests are usually like actors, the idols, the, you know, the people who, the, the, the musicians and shit, or just other famous people. Gordon Ramsay has appeared on the show before as a guest chef as well. It's pretty crazy. What they do is they then take these two people, these two guests, and they sit on opposite sides, and they bring in their fridge from home. Like, the crew goes and, like, unplugs their shit and takes it to the studio. <laughs> and then they have to cook stuff from that person's fridge. And so each person has, a, has two themes. So you'd be like, oh, I like, I, uh, I want to try a, a meat, meat, meat-centered dish. And then I want to, I want a dish that makes me feel like, um, like homemade cooking. Like, I want to make it feel like my mom, my mom made it. And so those are the themes that you have to keep in mind. Really, that's it. And then the other person will have something different. Like, I want a dessert and blah, 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 but whatever. So they go each at a time. There's each get, each set of guests have two episodes because there's eight sets of there's eight chefs. So 
what ends up happening is um, two chefs compete against each other per per theme. So so the so the meat center dish. There's gonna be two chefs that do it, and then two chefs pick the the homemade one. So there you go. There's four chefs. There's half. There's a whole episode. So they have fifteen. They then have to go through the fridge, see what the ingredients are, and then they have fifty. Uh, after they decide what they're gonna do and how they're gonna do it, they have fifteen minutes to make a dish. And it's like so they have to compete against each other, and then the the guest eats both of them. So the, he eats both meat meals. And then picks a winner after the fifteen minutes. Okay. And then they do the next. They do the next. The next one. Oh, homemade. The other two chefs go up. They have fifteen minutes to cook a dish, and then the guest eats it, and then they pick a winner. And then the next episode after that is the next guest fridge and the next guest style of shit. It is the most compelling thing, and I don't get why. To see these fuckers compete against each other, like they have 15 minutes to make a dish, and they do. It's like watching fucking Bob Ross make a painting, where you're like, "You give me the same tools, I'll never be able to cook that well, <laughs> like never in my damn life." Like, I don't, I don't know, Fod. Do you watch a lot of stuff with uh, subtitles? No. <laughs> you don't even watch animes. You watch uh, like. <laughs> dubbed anime I uh I, I I haven't had much time to really do anything uh my but, but okay typically I I figure you might watch anime right I He's you have in the past you have in the past correct I have in the past yes okay well when you watched it did you watch it dubbed or subbed the last anime I saw was uh, the Gundam, so I don't know. If it was the Gundam subbed. Oh, that's right. That's the yeah, last... the one where, yeah, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, come to my birthday party. I'm gonna kill you." That come oh, on, okay. come on. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. I, I probably should go back and finish it now, just because I started it. Might as well. I I, I know Nick's not. Uh, versed in Gundam Wing as much. Not really, no. That one particular series where uh, the biggest edgelord on the planet, the Yui, like, oh my god. What? He's so, he's so like, oh, I'm a, I have to do this. and oh, Like, he's just no joy. They, they, they killed the joy out of him. And it's just like, oh my god. Did, did Lauren make you watch that? No, all right. I was just commenting on what the word was, uh, trying to help out. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the show. Have you still not watched One Punch Man? No. One Punch! No. Oh, okay. I think before I think before uh, before that Gundam thing you showed me, that was the last anime I seriously sat down and watched. And even then, I didn't even. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to watch it because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. My my cousin and Chris had to keep badgering me to watch it. The question is, though, did you? Yeah. After the second episode, I was like, "All right, I, I can, I can, I can get to this. I can get down to okay, this." Okay. So explain, explain, explain. One Punch Man as a concept to Nick. 
Like, I don't know. Nick, have you ever heard of One Punch Man? Yeah, like, I, I know the general idea. I don't know any of the plot, but I know the premise. Oh, okay. Fought, go over the plot. That's what we should. That's 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 something we should do. Fought explains the plot. Like we get oh, we get him to watch something and see if he can tell us back what the fuck happened in it. <laughs> All right, Fought, go. One Punch Man. Uh, there's this dude who I don't know. He works like an office job, and he's just fed up with, I guess, the mundane life of of having to go to work, having to schedule or something. I don't know. He. He he come he comes across what like a, a villain, where he. It was the crab. It was the lobster. Yeah, crab. it was the crab guy, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you or something." I don't know. He he, he beats him. I can't remember, but it, it inspires him to, to be a superhero. Apparently, in this world, it's like it's just like one giant city, and every day there's just like a new villain who just comes in and, and just like murders half the town. But then the next episode, it's like. Oh, everything's back to normal again. Okay. But it inspires him to, to kind of become a superhero. So what, for like three years, he has like a set routine, like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, uh, 10K mile every single day, no AC. He does that for, for I don't know, a few years. And then he comes out of nowhere, and he's just like this stupid, overpowered dude who essentially is so powerful. He, like, just, like, the the... What is it? The like just a general punching motion will just like send shock waves uh, it, in front it, of him. It is. It is a. The, it was Mary Sue the show. The, and but it, now the but now the problem is he's so powerful. He's, every villain that he comes across, he kills it with little to no effort, and he's become bored of being a superhero. So the whole the whole thing is just him being like. Oh, I guess I'm gonna go get something to eat. And as he goes and he gets something to eat, like there's like just like a monster, there's like a mosquito lady trying to kill like a robot dude, and he's just like he just swats it like the mosquito girl, and there's just blood all over like the building. Like, oh man, mosquitoes suck. It it's it's <laughs> a, it's a it's a strange concept because it basically takes takes a character and. Oh, through 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 the simple hard work and dedication, he became the strongest person ever. And like, he only needs to like one punch, like literally one punch, and they're dead. And he's just like, "Fuck, I'm bored." Like he doesn't care. Like there's this heroes guild that they're all part of, and they get ranked and this and that. And that's kind of how um, he gets into actually being a hero as opposed to just being you know whatever. And. They're like, oh my god, the world is ending. Like, ah, uh, and he's just kind of like, I wonder if they're having a sale at the supermarket on a Saturday. I should probably go. Oh fuck, it's Sunday. I missed it. Like shit. Like, <laughs> like that's where his mind's at. He doesn't give a fuck about what's going on. He doesn't care. Like, cause everyone just bores the shit out of him. And he has his protege, who who's a typical like. Oh, you beat me! I must, I must not follow you, and you, and you'll be my mentor, and you'll teach me how to be as great as you. And he's just kind of like, okay, that's fine, like, <laughs> that's fine. And this guy is—he's—he's he's like super augmented, like he's just every cybernetic piece is like swapped out to upgrade because he needs to get stronger and stronger. And here's Saitama, just uh, like I don't know, try harder. Like I don't, I don't know what to tell you, like. <laughs> Like, and he's like, okay, let's fight. Like you meet, we we you promise we'd fight. So they fight, and the entire time he's just like kind of like, 
dodging. And he's like, su- all these super flashy moves, like, ah, oh, like a typical shonen, big flash, explosion attack. <laughs> and then he just kind of goes like, wow, that was really impressive. That was uh, pretty, it's pretty neat. <laughs> like, uh, and, and he, like, he's like, come on, take me seriously. Okay. And he just kind of goes, doop, and like defeats him. And he's like, all right, well. Like, let's go get something to let's eat. Let's go get something to eat. Like, <laughs> What's next? What is next? And I feel like, damn, that's such a that's such a great show to kind of like watch. Like season two is coming out soon, and it's, it's only like ten episodes, ten, twelve episodes. Yeah, like it, but it's it's, it's so much fun. Is it on something I can stream it from? You can watch it on Netflix, but it's dubbed. I don't know how the dubbed I prefer dubbed. is. Well, then just watch it. On then Netflix. just watch it on Netflix. I can do that. Like my homework for next time. There we go. And I'll watch Korean cooking shows. Hey, yeah. (laughs) You need to watch. Come back next week and see what happens. Because I'd like to be able to talk to somebody about the good place, and I can't. It's just me and Lauren saying the same shit over and over again to each other. Listen, Bortles. Like I'm, I'm on board. Like I just, I shouldn't have to push people that hard to watch the damn show. Like. I mean, the, the the problem is, I think that with so much to watch, it's just it's it's hard to keep up. How do I you know. keep up? And, and that one's hard because you can't explain any of the plot whatsoever. Because first episode starts off with, I mean, the first five minutes has like a, a crazy kind of twist to it, and then the first episode is a twist, and it just keeps twisting from then. So yeah, it's nonstop twist, and that might be. The way um, he, the way even Michael Schur describes it is that whereas another show would prolong some of these plot lines for two or three seasons, they're done in one or two episodes. So right. Like, this episode could have been an entire season if they'd wanted it to. And they're just like, nope, one episode, let's go, moving on. Word. And I love that about it. It's frenetic. Like, let's, let's fucking, let's keep the pace moving. You gotta, you gotta keep it, keep the pace you don't moving. see a lot of plot-driven, you know, uh, network tv sitcoms you, you just don't see it like that anymore i mean 20, 22 and a half minutes you just churn out some cutaway gags and call it a day so that's what we see it's it's that's a laugh track it's one of those things where you have to can, can we insert a laugh track right there take cut this out but put a laugh track easy clap remember people oh you can't see that never mind do you guys not have phones no um it's it's very strange that the way that television has evolved, like, because it was very much every episode is isolated, and like, I can't, yeah. I can't think of stuff. Well, you couldn't make shows that depended on the plot too much because people could miss episodes if you just weren't available at the time. You just were lost, so things had to be self-contained or else they wouldn't be entertaining. Shows would get canceled. Right, and I think that's fucking crazy, and. I understand it though. Like you can pick up and watch any I Love Lucy episode. And you're not sitting there going like, "Oh, you know, bit I missed out." But like, there are some where there's enough plot progression. I think that it it kind of you still get lost. Like I don't know if you like kind of like Scrubs. Scrubs has enough plot progression and right. character arcs. That you sit there, and if you pick up in season five, like, you're here with, like, Carla, Pat, 
<laughs> oh man, the face it froze on that was so good. I was trying to print screen real quick. <laughs> with, with a Carla, the video. Car, Carla and, and Turk are married, and they have a kid. This and that. In season one, that's not the case. They don't even know each other. Like again, it's just one of those things where stuff happens, like at, at a quick enough pace that it's it's significant enough. But like. I don't see that in a lot of other older shows. You know what I mean? Like, older, yeah. older shows. Like, you don't see that in Friends. I mean, you do see that in Friends, actually. But that's more well, like... What, what, what you would see back in the day is you'd have the, the A and B plot would be what they were, and the C plot would always be something to move the whole season along. So there'd always be some kind of underlying thing, and then occasionally you'd bump up to a B or an A plot. But there's always at least some C-level plot of overarching theme to a season. All right. That, that helps. You know, that... Uh oh. The Discord is making it to where you didn't have to see every episode, but you wanted to, because that's where they made their money. Uh, but it's different now. Now it's binging. Everybody binges, so things are designed with the idea that you're going to sit and watch huge chunks, if not the entire thing, all at once. Right. Which, which honestly, I prefer stuff because people will just continue on next episode immediately well because people were saying like okay well this should be a movie and now i don't have to hear that anymore i don't want to i don't want to hear let's make xyz a movie ever again i want to hear someone say i want to make a fucking 13 part series out of this i want to see i want to see 10 hours worth of content don't don't give me don't give me anything less i'll be fucking disappointed if, right. you, if you give me anything less than a extremely plot-driven, extremely um, in-depth like storyline, like it's kind of the reason why like you see the MCU and you see where it started, and you kind of see like, oh, it's just a mirror version of the the good guy, and they're gonna fight, and then that's gonna be it. Right. <laughs> Well then, not how I expected this to go. How long have we been out? (laughs) It was out for it was out for a bit, but I feel like I could put in a a beep technical difficulties thing. It yes, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's not that's not that's not fair. Mort Mort's pretty white. Like he's he's Alabama white. Like he's he's our he's our token white guy. He's our token white guy. You got two big Mexicans and a white man who's who just brings it. He gives he gives us that majority perspective that we don't get. You know, we just don't get the 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 white male perspective enough, and we just have to go after it. You know, we we need to really be on top of it and really enjoy uh, the privilege that we get. To hear from the white male perspective, like you'll know I can hear you, right? Like, I, I I wasn't I, I wasn't I wasn't doing it to hide from you. I'm merely saying the facts. Listen, fuckers, <laughs> I've been through some shit that y'all haven't. That most white people will never you, understand. You have a unique yeah. perspective, but I you do. also have the white male perspective, and that's enough to it's enough to count. It's enough to count it enough to count count kobe no um no bortles sorry we gotta go we gotta keep it bortles 
Gotta keep it Bortles. Uh, but yeah, I guess that uh, we can uh, basically move on to another topic. Hell yeah. What are we talking about? White males. No. <laughs> so, like... Buttery males? Butter. That's the way I prefer it, though. I like them covered in butter, margarine at times, if butter is not available. Uh-uh. I, I am a, a full-fat, grass-fed butter only. <laughs> I need I need my cows to be grass-fed. It's gotta be that Kerrygold shit. Like, I don't settle for nothing less. I have no money because it's all spent on Kerrygold, but, like... Oh, yeah. What the fuck is Kerrygold? Uh, it's imported Irish butter that's grass-fed and expensive as fuck. Oh, my uh, goodness. I prefer I, I, curry. They tend to be bland in my taste. Curry-covered men? You're, you prefer curry males? Curry males? Like Steph okay. Curry? Or... <laughs> what, what level of curry are we are we at right now? Um, you know, so we could really lean into the whole, like talk show thing and talk about what happened today in the news. I, I feel like there's not enough information there. Like, the report dropped, but it's still one of those things where none of us have seen it, and the fact that so many people on either side are like, this is it. Oh, this, and it's like, this is it. This proves everything. Oh, no, this doesn't prove anything. Yeah, like, it's kind of like... It's a whole lot of nothing. There, there, they have there, to wait until someone shifts through the whole thing. Someone actually said, we won. And it's like, you don't know anything. We still, we know that it's done. Yes, we're talking about the the, the, the Robert Mueller report, if, uh, in case you, you're wondering, was turned into the Attorney General, who's apparently going to summarize it and kind of like paraphrase it and release that. And everyone's like, can we get the full report, though? Like, we'd like to comb through it with a fine fucking comb ourselves. Uh, yeah, and, and they will. Um, you know, Congress will... Subpoena it. Congress can read it on the floor of the House if they want. Yeah, there, there's any number of ways that that's going to come out. That's not really an issue. Didn't they already said they were going to do it? But free- yeah, I mean, they, they, they said they would ask for it. And there, they will. There's already a, a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit filed in the moment that uh, it was said that it was returned in. So they, it's already in. And, and Mueller's report notwithstanding, what's more interesting is what SDNY is doing. And that's the Southern District of New York, uh, right? The U.S. Attorney's Office. You know, state crimes—it's not going to matter. Like, yeah, there, there was a mandate for them to not look into other crimes. SDNY will do whatever it wants, and they're not the biggest fans of the kind of crime that they—they they go after white collar real hard, real hard, real hard. And, and one of their own was fired by Trump for not making a fealty pledge in Preet Bharara. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no love lost there. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything other than their jobs, but it's not gonna be prettier for the Trumps probably. Right, and as as uh, Mega Sega in so chat far. was saying, like, of course it's over. Trump cut the funding down to net, near non-existent. It's like, yeah, there there was definitely attempts at interference, but like, I saw someone post about like, oh, so they recommended no further indictments. I wonder what this means, and it's kind of like. Doesn't it, mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because the report and everything that was turned over to agencies like the Southern District of New York, basically, you can say I don't think that we should pursue federal because one is pardonable. A lot of those are pardonable, et cetera, et cetera. But you know that it's going to be like. But the rest of you take this information, 
and you do it within your jurisdictions and fucking do do what you got to do. Well, and what's interesting about that is that a lot of these people that are working on Mueller's team or have been working on Mueller's team will now go back to their jobs and continue working on these same cases. Yeah. Or be assigned to working on these cases. So really it's not even anything different. It's just continuity in a slightly different form. The federal investigation is over. Now whatever was uncovered can now be actioned and actionable towards uh, whoever committed them. They went after the ones they could that they knew if um, they were pardoned, it'd be kind of a, ooh, like, now we gotta go after state stuff. Because, like, what happened with uh, um, Manafort? As soon as the federal federal stuff came out, the, he was already indicted again on state stuff. Like, immediately. Like, and, and, and even that act alone was kind of a shot across the bow. It, it was a very clear, like, you, you may think for just a second you've gotten away, but that's the only second you're going to get. Right. I mean, it's, he walked out of the courtroom and then found out. Within within 30 minutes? Got wheeled. Yeah, like within 30 minutes, they were like, by the way, here's all the state charges we're bringing up. So prepare to be in court again real soon. So yeah. I, it's definitely one of those things where what they found on you federally... They definitely found more at the state level because it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, killing someone's a federal crime. But if you get, like, pardoned for the federal version of it, like, the state, whatever state it took place in, they're still going to get you. Right. Like, so, like, cool, you got pardoned for that. But even then, a pardon still admits guilt, which, again, Joe Arpaio seems to not understand. But (laughs) that's that's neither here nor there. And regardless of what happens here, I don't see any path in which the current Senate ever votes for impeachment. So our most realistic option of ever having Trump out of office is just to elect somebody different. And that's – Pete Buttigieg made a, the point on his CNN town hall, I think it was, that it's important to vote Donald Trump out. It's important to take that stand as a country you know, proactively together as one and, and stand against proto-fascism. And we we need to do that. I think that's important. I think we need to go that direction. It's it's a it would be a power I'd move. Vote him out and then go ahead and press charges if there are any. That that's the right way forward in my opinion. So uh, he whatever the saying, report says or doesn't say, it's not going to make any difference how things need really. Just moving on to the next step. Yeah, a pardon gets you out of jail. Like uh, what what's what's being said in the chat is like. Uh, what could be pardoned, it will get him out of jail free card, even if it gives him guilt. But I mean, that's... It won't get him out of SDNY, though. It won't get him out of the state the state jurisdiction. And, and the, multiple states could go after him, too, because a lot of these crimes happen in various different places. Right. New York, D.C., Florida. There's there's lots of opportunities for states to take a stand if they want. Yeah, they're, they're, it's not a... I know this is probably not the, the Fox Forte... The, yeah. the the political sphere, the politosphere, you know, like how we're handling What do you it. think about this, Fott? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's on the desk. Here. <laughs> oh. I, I, believe, I believe that Fott has uh, given his, <laughs> his two cents there. Uh... <laughs> Mega, mega! Since we, we missed it, we we talked about it quite a bit earlier. Hopefully, you can like, see it on in YouTube. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's so strange that before anyone's ever read it, people are like declaring victory. 
And it's like, is it because no one came to like arrest somebody again immediately? Like they, I don't know, I don't know what more you want. Like people still think, oh, see, it was all for nothing. It's like they have, they got Manafort, they got Stone, they got um, Trump isn't Flynn, co-conspirator. That's not nothing. You can act like it's nothing, but it's not nothing. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It's unprecedented. The the campaign chairman of a sitting president going to federal prison for crimes committed during that campaign is unprecedented. There's nothing like that in our entire political history. Uh, Nixon? Act like it's not a big deal. Nixon, Nixon had after, a... after he was out of office. Well, his, his wasn't that during... wasn't that during the campaign though? During the re-election campaign? It, it, yeah, it was committed during the campaign, but Nixon had already resigned the presidency several weeks. This is why we still have the sitting president. His campaign was run by this person who's now going to federal prison. Oh, okay, 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 okay. This is not just some crime that we discovered much later and prosecuted somebody after they were out of office. This was active. We caught it in the act. The wheels of justice take time to move, but you know, two, two and a half years into the presidency and his campaign chairman's going to federal prison. That's not nothing. That's huge. It, it is without precedent, and that point is lost often. Right. I, it's 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 something that I feel people with their head in the sand want to just like deflect, and it's like I, I like it's a problem. Like there are problems. It's okay. Like it's okay to admit that there've been that it's problematic. Like <laughs> there there's just been issues. Like I can I can disagree with people on their policy beliefs and this and that. We can have a nice discussion, but when you say like straight up. Well, it's whatever. It's it's nothing. It's like you don't know that. I don't know that it's not nothing, but I know that all these indictments are something. I know an unindicted co-conspirator co-conspirator is something. I know that that those sorts of things mean something in a grander scheme, especially when it comes to the discourse of our of the country. Like it's just, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird how we kind of flipped on, flipped onto that one. I blame Fought, and I blame him because he's in Southern California. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, you know, here's an interesting question. Okay. I wonder which of our votes matters the least. Like, Fought is a is a Californian. You as a Texan, or me as an Alabamian. Oh, is that what you call yourselves? That's what we call ourselves. What yeah. else are we going to call ourselves? Alabamans? I mean, I probably would have preferred that. If Alabamians? Alabamians. Adding an ERS to anything here is kind of considered a slight when it's used that way. Like, a Bammer would be an insult towards a Bama fan. A Barner is what they call Auburn fans because they call it a cow college. Oh, see, I There's didn't no know that. There's no slate against UAB because we are the best. I didn't know that. That und- you can't be beat. You try and kill us. I feel like I feel like this is a very specific niche. By the way, Alabama football is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is Alabama college football deep pool. I went to we, one. We lost everybody. <laughs> the one viewer we had's gone. We're, we're done. Chat calls them Bamians. <laughs> we just call them minions, uh, Baminians. Is that is that is that okay? We call them Baminians. 
I, I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. I mean, population-wise, well, mine probably counts more than either of y'all's. The the whole discussion around the electoral college, interestingly enough, um, is is a very strange one because people don't ever take the history of it into account. Where the point of it was to kind of instill and like reinforce the institutions of uh, like slavery and population count. Like, you're taking into account that these people don't count, so there's less of us, we need to have more representation, because our population is mostly people who don't count as people. Mm-hmm. And so, when you can, you, you add in a couple hundred years of history, where now people can vote, and it's it's it feels like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't... Like, maybe we but, should, like, my vote should not count less. Everyone's like, oh, your vote matters. I'm like, yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, my okay. vote doesn't. But but to play devil's advocate, we have intentionally slanted our laws here in Alabama to imprison black people and then take away their voting rights because of it. So we've kind of made it kind of fair again because now their votes don't count. Yeah, being sarcastic, like it's terrible that we do that. But that's I mean, a real thing. Yeah, the whole oh, if you're a felon, you can't vote, and people are kind of like that makes sense. You commit a crime, blah blah blah. But then at the same time, you then look like okay, well, who gets sent to jail and why? And, and like, where is that spelled out in the Constitution? That's what we base all of our laws on, and that's not what any of the forefathers thought of when they were writing it. So. See, okay, so chat just pointed out, Mega, Mega uh, Sega just pointed out, Florida just made it legal for ex-cons to vote. Yes, but... We, we did that just a couple of years ago, too. Alabama just recently changed that. But uh, did, it's one that we campaigned for for a long I was, time. I was going to mention that, but no. Uh, then say it. Speak up. Fought. Speak some. Speak. But did you hear... But did you hear? They apparently... Um, they, they, they recently fucking came out... Yeah, like and... they, didn't they make like modifications to it, so it's like yeah, it's one of those things where they they passed a basically a constitutional amendment, a Florida constitutional amendment, for um, ex felons, right? But oh. then, but then recently, they are trying to bet they have to do it to where they have to pay money to do it now. The, they, yeah, no, yeah. They they have to pay off all their court costs, even though if it's not like in their sentence that they have to pay their court their court costs. So it's like a lot of court costs are like fifty thousand dollars or even more. It's court and costs. They're, they're they're not allowed to vote until all that is paid off. Child support. And, yeah. Everything you have to be essentially debt free, and then then you then you'll have your ex con ability to vote. And it's kind of like you're literally saying that unless you have money, which again goes on the whole class issue, like you can say it's a race issue because it kind of is, but it's definitely a class issue. But the problem is who are in those classes, then it becomes a race issue. Like if, if, if it was like England where it's a class issue, but it's just like, you know, a lot of white people, it becomes a true class issue. Like then it becomes like who cares if you're rich you're rich or you're not you're not and you kind of fall within that line, but here in America like the class issue is a race issue, in a in a in a major way. And it kind of speaks like think about uh, To Kill a Mockingbird where, it, 
I, it'd be better to be a poor a poor white than even a rich black kind of thing. Where it doesn't matter because the race factor comes in so hard and you're so heavily slanted against you. But I mean, like, it's just, I don't know. It's so it's so weird that they pass a like the the the, the people passed a constitutional amendment, and like immediately they're kind of like, but how do we fuck that up? And it's like, I mean, that, that's how the Republican Party works. It's a war of attrition. It's a you know death by a thousand cuts. You just you don't have to to kill it all in one fell swoop. You just have to keep neutering it until it doesn't do anything anymore. It kills itself. It's frustrating to live here and see that shit happen. Yeah, it's it's definitely a strange thing to be in Texas and to have even moderately moderate and like slight to the left views on anything. Because if you're not as far right, no matter how, I'm not saying like fucking be a Nazi fascist, but if you're not even like at their level, fucking commie pinko leftist libtard like holy crap like i said i love guns like i don't know what you i just think that right. there should be a registry maybe and it's like oh good call, call yeah good call good uh, call speaking of florida like... remember remember that lawyer that was trying to you know stop games i forgot his name yeah oh, jack thompson jack there thompson yeah florida man just florida man and when was this? Back when we were on MySpace. It was two thousand five. It was like. Why is he? Is he trying to come back? No, I was just thinking about Florida and chat bringing up like games and stuff. Like, I mean, what? Like, this is great game content. <laughs> is <laughs> is are our viewers from Florida? I don't know. I don't know. Floridians. I, I just want to say this right now. Floridians are the most powerful race in the world. <laughs> Go on, no, please, please expand on that. Oh, I, I can't. The the actual master race, it's Floridian. Yeah, Floridians. <sighs> Yikes. Bortles. <laughs> Bort- oh no, don't say Bortles again just because we bring up Florida. Damn you. Every time, every time. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's strange. I never thought I would think about Jack Thompson again, but here I am going, man, what a time to have been around Right, like where you see this thing that we all love, this this medium that we all enjoy, and then you see it under attack, and you're like, "Oh shit, this could go away!" Like, <laughs> oh, right. if they if they fucking get get away with this, we're yeah. we're fucked. Like that's that'd be what do we do for fun? Go back outside. Oh, I just do you remember when what we were concerned about publicly was like. Video game, like I, if they video I, game bad. I don't remember yeah. if I'm being completely honest with you. No, like, there was a time when that was like the biggest concern was like whether the video, video game games were going to get blamed in politics or not. Like we weren't concerned about having a president that might or might not be, you know, treasonous. It was just oh, a tan suit and video games are banned. Uh. You know, you're right. You're completely right on that. I'm kind of confused on when that sort of shit kind of went down cause simpler time. it was a simpler time the hot coffee mod was one of the bigger things like, oh, yeah see that was a huge deal once 
And now, like, that kind of content is in games. Just, like, in there. But tastefully, okay, tastefully. It's just, like, in GTA now. GTA Online. Now that's completely unrated altogether. Can can you go have sex on GTA Online? I know you could... No, yeah. I, I don't know about online. I mean, you can invite hookers. Yeah, you can still pick up hookers in online. Well, yeah. no, but but hooker sex... By is, having but sex with them. Hooker sex has always been... Just no, in like, the car, and the car does like, this. First-person view, and you can watch yeah, it from that. Yeah, but does the, it... the problem the problem with the hot copy first person it. view not like to be weird or anything but can't confirm but do you, is it do you see nudity like I don't I don't understand because like, uh, not really but I mean that's more from just the graphical limitations of the game or anything else I mean the hot coffee the reason why hot coffee was an issue was because it was a mini it, game it was a mini game but you could only unlock it if you modded the the game to unlock it right there was, was no actual way to trigger it yeah, but it was just, something that they that they, they they did add into the game. It was in the code, but they never activated it. There was no way to activate it. Right, but now what? There, but see, that's why I always thought it was weird. That was the thing. I guess maybe because it's not sex, but in Dead to Rights, you have to you go into a strip club and you talk to a stripper, and she's she's there. Like you know her, you're there, she's there to help you, and. You basically, like, get her to dance, or you dance. I forgot who, I think you take control of the dancing. And so you basically are a stripper to distract the bad guys so the good guy can sneak around behind them to get where he needs to go. And that was the minigame was stripping. And I was like, yeah, shit like that happens all the time. Why is hot coffee a big deal? Like, you you have to even mod it to get to it. Like, yeah, who cares? But apparently, but it was the fact that it was in the game was what triggered it. They're like, "Oh, sex and video games." Ugh. But what about God of War? Doesn't God of War do that shit now? Same with The Witcher. Yeah, but this was way back when. Like, this was back in like 2005. I guess when people still consider video games as just for children, and it was like, "Oh, now kids can can pick up these games." And then now there there are these files for for you to have sex with hookers and. Well, my my big my big issue with all of that becomes like, is not the reason why we had um, the ESRB made? Yeah, we, that is exactly why we have it. Like post post Mortal Kombat, we had a self regulating service, and I get that the ESRB, especially lately, has gotten fucking like rubber stamp. Who gives a f- yeah? It's mature, whatever. It's bloody, but we created that to kind of regulate regulate it and so retailers follow at the very least they don't give a shit about anything else but if it has an m they at the very least ask hey you 18 because i but i feel like no one really goes out of their way to like do the same kind of shops as like uh tabc where they'll send a minor to go buy alcohol or a cigarette and and see if they'll like they don't send some 16 year old to buy a mature game to kind of sting operation these guys but I think maybe if they did, if they did enforce it more, people would hold up, hold it to a higher standard. But yeah, that's why we have this sort of thing. Like I can't buy a fucking bottle of spray paint without them being asked. Are you eighteen? Are you sure? Are you sure you're of age to buy this spray? It's, it's a can of paint. I don't want you to be huffing it. <laughs> it's like all right, like. I mean, what if I'm eighteen and I want to huff it anyway? <laughs> right? Like, what does that do? <laughs> 
What does that change? <laughs> I don't understand. Nanny state. I just I just think that it's strange that uh, they were like we gotta we gotta ban these kinds of things. Why? Like what what is it gonna do? <laughs> I mean I understand that like if a parent allows someone to get it like if a parent buys it that's on them it becomes a parenting issue and I feel like if if the parent is gonna allow that sort of shit to happen it's gonna my cousin holy crap okay speaking of like parenting and parental things. What 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 is age appropriate? You think if for uh, Deadpool, if you were as a parent, like where I mean, like if, I know I, none, I, none of us are parents, but like where do you go? Like yeah, let's watch Deadpool together. Together, teens? maybe fifteen M- minimum 16. age. Yeah, teens, fifteen, sixteen. I, uh, maybe. I don't know. Kids always think they're more mature than they are, but they never. So it's I don't know. It deals it with some heavy stuff. I would say 13, maybe. If I was there. Depending on the kid, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it also depends on the kid's maturity. My cousin took her kids, and they're like nine is the oldest. No. And and the only reason I know that is because after when Deadpool 2 came out, her kids are now like 11. And she was like, hey, is, uh, is Deadpool 2 appropriate for my kids, you guys think? Immediately, I was like, "No, no, 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 no! Like that's no, don't do that because it's because of this and that. Like, don't just don't do it." And she's like, "Oh, well, they already saw the first one." I'm like, <clears throat> "So you don't give a crap then?" Like, or you you just gonna not gonna let them see the second part now? <laughs> yeah, like now. Why are you asking now? You're there. You let them see Ryan Reynolds get fucked with a strap on an International Women's Day, you seem to be totally fine with whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Happy International Women's Day, and then he just tenses up. Like, nope. You're you're there. Where, where where else where else can you go? You're a terrible parent. Your kids should be taken away from you. <laughs> And that's just more like Southern California shit right there. The SoCal Mexicans, dude. I swear to God, SoCal Mexicans. I would know because I am one. (laughs) I am SoCal Mexican. I mean, I was born SoCal Mexican, so I mean, it's in my blood kind of thing. I I was just, you know, transferred to Texas. Got that that crossover going. Got to get that crossover. I've been to Texas once, and... You went to the bad Texas. I'm sorry, <laughs> I went dude. To the bad Texas. Like, there's like, a good Texas. There's a lot of Texas. There's a lot of great Texas. There's a lot of Texas. Cause it's because there's a lot of Texas. So some parts are really great, but you went to bad Texas. I'm sorry, dude. Houston is not good Texas. <laughs> like I've been to a lot of Texas, actually. I mean, that's that's football. Like you're there for. And so fo- football Texas is a whole... That's the only reason I've been to Texas, but yeah. Mainly football Texas is definitely a different kind of Texas. I mean, it's a, that's a lot of it. High yeah. school football, college, it all bleeds into each other. But yeah. overall, overall, I think that if you visit a certain place, like, I would never go to Texas by choice. That's not cool. Um, a lot of places in Texas, you kind of just need to... 
have more of a purpose. Like, if I'm going to go to the beach, like, you've got to know what area you're going to go to the beach for Texas. And then you got to know, like, where are you going to hunt? Like, where are you going to go to camping? Like, there's a lot There's a lot of great things to do and a lot of things to see and, and be a part of. But I never suggest to go to, like, UT games. and Don't ever go to an A&M game. Like, don't do it. If you, Especially if you have any opinion any opinion about football don't go to unless you're for them don't go just don't go because you know i've been i've been the visitor to an am game it's not a fun time Nah. go to go to a high go to a a high school football game i recommend that if you find a fucking like town that that i would say 2a to 3a that's where you're gonna find People just having a blast. Yeah, it's they're having a blast. Where, where the cities aren't big enough for them to have anything else going on Friday night, so they do high school football. That was that's where I grew up, and it's the best. It's literally the best. That that was Bishop. That hundred percent. Uh, you you basically everyone everyone's there, and you you see like oh yeah, there's a class of '97 up there right there. <laughs> there they are. They're still coming to the games. Uh, something I learned that uh, our PE coach, like our coach, he he was he coached baseball this and that, and I always thought like, oh, he's just really passionate about this and that. Turns out he threw the very first ever Bishop Badger baseball pitch. Like that's how from the program first started in the seventies, and so like there's all these pictures of him and that crew. That crew is still there in that city, like, hanging out and doing shit. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I was like, man, I thought one of you would leave. Like, <laughs> That's um, uh, some hometown pride. It really is, dude. These people are fanatics. But they're really, like, even when this team sucks, everyone's like, woo! Woo! <laughs> they're, they're really supportive of our shitty team. I don't do camping. I do hotels and clubs. I'm black. Funk camping. <laughs> uh, too many horror movies there? Or, like, you saw Get Out and all of a sudden it's just <laughs> never again? <laughs> no, nah. I'm going to get caught out there. <laughs> so, someone's going to take over my brain. Fuck that. Oh, speaking of uh, Jordan Peele, you guys have uh, seen this stuff for us? This is us. I have uh, a little bit. I haven't looked at it too much because I try really hard not to see too much about movies before I watch them. Just ruins it. It's but a it's good policy. Video, so I'm interested. Yeah, it's just better. Even bad movies are better if you don't know what's happening. It's like it's is it us or this is us? It's us. This is us as a TV show. That's why I've also heard that phrase. Okay. Yeah. Like I thought it, it's a weird you... like hyper dramatic slice of life show. Okay. Yeah, very very different. <laughs> I assume. I was assuming we thought the same thing. But, Fah, have you seen the... Well, first, have you seen the, the fucking first Jordan Peele movie? Hmm? Do you know what we're talking no. about? I know which movie you're talking about. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, are you, are you, do you know you know, what, uh, you do, do you know who Jordan... I don't, I don't have a whole lot of fun. Do you know who Jordan Peele is? I know... Then don't just say he's a black guy, because that's not right. <laughs> he's, uh... <laughs> Black director? He is a director now. Yes. This is true. 
wasn't wasn't he a comedian? Wasn't he on Comedy Central? He was on Comedy Central. Do you know? Do you know who what the show was called? No, I don't. Because I don't have cable. Well, I don't watch cable. But they just know that he was on Comedy Central. But they've been a comedy duo f- like forever. Yeah, I don't. I don't have fun. Okay, so it's it's Jordan Peele and Michael Keaton. I had fun, I had fun once, and it was awful. So it, it, <laughs> there's Key and Peele. They had they had their show. Uh, they basically picked up the sketch comedy kind of area where Chappelle had left off, and they're they're very clever. They have a lot of great bits that still get still get quoted to me randomly. Like someone still says "A A Ron" at me, and I'm yeah. just like. <laughs> Uh, the the football names that was really big for a while there that was them the penalty one that was a that was a that was a big one too three pumps the three pumps dude so they're, they're, they're still two no yeah. they, they, they stopped making them um, no more as good as Chappelle that's true but it, they 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 were quality though they still had some quality like the bitch yeah, <laughs> Chappelle's show is kind of hard to watch now just because of how poor the quality of the actual like is yeah it's more like the, it's the rough it's bef- it, i think letterboxed and grainy it's, it's rough i think they could have re- done an hd release like re-release of it they could probably do that they probably could i don't think it'll happen because a lot of those were were really pushing an envelope and i think it's very weird like if you think about entertainment at that time because you have Chappelle's show and you have like the boondocks and you have all this stuff happening at the exact same time and really pushing racial button issues that no one else is really talking about or joking about making comedy about. I didn't realize how often I was just inundated with uh, like the N-word so much because of those shows. Like it, it was just one of those things where... That sort of casual conversation, I didn't grow up in, like, you know, uh, we had, you could, on, on, like, on two hands, you can count the number of families who are black in where I was from. That's how, like, there weren't very many. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, there's this family and that family and that family. Like, that's kind of how, that's all you knew about, like, that's it. It wasn't, it wasn't a major, like, no, everyone's like this. This is how our conversations are. But here's our little group of white Mexican kids all, like, using that language, despite the fact that none of us probably should have ever used that language. And it's like, ooh. Ooh. I remember why I said it so much, because I just thought that was just the vernacular of how things were. Right. Like, and that's how we were all just kind of like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, what's up? What's up, my... Oh. <laughs> now it's like, oh, shit. What a different time of entertainment! Like, yeah. like, five, did you ever watch the Boondocks? Do you have fun then too, or do you, were you just never having fun? Unless no, it was, no, I've seen the Boondocks. Okay. <laughs> like, my goodness, I'm just Boondocks supposed to be getting a movie according to chat. Maybe like I said, oh, really? I don't know. Let's 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 to the Googles. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Boondocks movie. There's a tr- fan-made trailer. Uh, January 31st, 2013. Um, are you ready for the live-action Boondocks movie? 
So that's 2013. I, I can't see anything. There's Boon, Boondocks 2013. But that's... Uh, the movie centers on a hybrid plan animals concocted with a Filipino old folks tale about a tree said to be a source of evil. I don't think that this is yeah, that movie. That's not the Boondocks. <laughs> that's not the, 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 the Boondocks. That's just Boondocks. Hey! hey. Salad Tosser. What's up? Thanks for the sub. Um, <laughs> but is, is, is... Are they supposed to be getting a movie? I didn't know about this. What would a Boondocks movie be about? Like, they, they kind of hit their topics really... Like, he punches them really fast and really hard without really going so far. Yeah. It's a good question. Like I'm trying to think of what you could do, Uncle Ruckus. I mean, an Uncle Ruckus an movie. Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, I mean, I would watch that. I mean, they, they did kind of have an, a live action Uncle Ruckus sort of thing. I don't know. It was a bunch of just like what show tie-ins, things, commercials. Like Aaron Magruder, apparently in 2013, according to Screen Rant. Uh, had said that he he worked on a the Uncle Ruckus Uncle Ruckus movie, a live action film based on the glass eyed self hating man with Revitaligo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he created a Kickstarter page to help with some of the funding. I do kind of remember that. Yeah, that's like, ringing some bells. Like apparently, there's an official Facebook page that this thing links to, and. Immediately, it's just a picture of Uncle Ruckus saying, Stop snitching on my president. <laughs> <laughs> so at least the humor's still there. Oh my god. Candace Owens is a killer robot programmed by racist AI to assassinate Kanye West. <laughs> like, what? Wait, say that again, because you kind of cut out there. Yeah, you cut out a little bit. Candace Owens is a killer robot programmed by racist AI to assassinate Kanye West. And that's the the premise of the Boondocks movie? No, that's just literally what is on this Facebook page, and it is insane. Like, is this... this is Kanye West. And apparently it's Aaron Regruder's page, so I think he's just, saying, he's just posting random crap that the characters would do. Um. Okay. This from a post from a post March eighth, twenty eighteen. So this month, uh, he basically says it's been a few years since the Boondocks went dark, and things have gotten well interesting. There's still catching up to do. Blah blah blah. Returning to the Boondocks has been complicated prospect for a bunch of reasons, legal or personal, and the biggest challenge is always a point of view worth sharing. Inappropriate Negro humor is serious stuff. I'm proud of this series and what it accomplished, but I don't own it and can't revisit it. Huh. I guess because he doesn't actually own the, the characters anymore. Or maybe he doesn't actually, he never owned the characters. Uh, next year, the Boondocks turns 20 years old. Wow. Uh, From since they came out in what, like in TV or since they've been a, no, a newspaper? Newspaper comic. Uh, newspaper comic. <laughs> Somebody throw a chair. I'm angry. Yeah, like I'm, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Ruckus loves the white man. Damn right, South Tossers. He sold them when he did season three. Oh, okay, that makes sense. This is not an announcement of the show returning or anything. Kind of went down. 
Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, a few months ago, I started playing idea- with the idea of video games, something I've always wanted to do but never made the time oh, for. No. And it's right for the Boondocks. I have no idea what the App Store will let us get away with. It's uncharted territory. And good to do something completely new with the characters. It won't be for every fan of the show or the comic strip, but it's equally as sincere and still bizarre political satire that is largely about race and inappropriate for children. So, no movie. No Uncle Ruckus movie. But we'll, we'll be getting a game. Apparently, he's going to look into making a game. And the picture that is associated with that... Because you have Sarah holding Jasmine with a crossbow, and here I'll just I'll just uh, I'll put it up on the on the stream real quick. Uh, like it's it's a Grandpa with the force the whip with an army hat. It's like uh, a, it's kind of like a Walking Dead sort of thing. It looks very RPG ish, and. You, you have Riley there with a samurai sword and a gas mask. You have Riley there with his baggy pants and a, and a bandana flipping off the the reader. And, of course, you have... Um, I forgot the lawyer's name. What's the lawyer's name? The what? The lawyer. Oh, uh, Tom? Tom Dubois. That's right. So you have Tom there with a shield that says A... And he has a football pad, and looks like he's about to piss his pants. And he has a, 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 a croquet thing. Or is it croquet? I don't even know. Lacrosse? Uh, yeah, lacrosse. He has a lacrosse paddle. Uh, so Sarah looks badass with Jasmine scared, and then Tom scared out of his mind. And of course, the Grandpa Riley. Um, a Huey with the katana. Huey with the katana. Dude. Like, they look, they looks great. So I mean, if they're going to do a game, he's going to do a game. Okay, like, it's interesting. But the show's not coming back. There doesn't seem to be a movie, so I don't know. That's that seems to be the current status of the Boondocks at the moment, as of this month. Croquet. Hey, look, listen. I don't. I don't know white people sports like lacrosse very well. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's it's a it's a handle with a net, and that you throw the ball, and uh, I don't know what to say. Like, I really don't know what to say to that. It is what it is, okay? Um, yeah, but that's a very weird time in entertainment, don't you think? Like, I don't know if you guys were ever really as deep into it, I guess. I mean, I, I watched it. I didn't know it was a comic for a long time. I haven't read that, but... The, the comic's still really good, because again, I, I feel like his... I mean, it started as a comic... It is short, sweet, and very punctual, and very sharp in what he's joking about. And so, like expanding it to a show to me was always one of those things where, oh man, you're gonna fill twenty minutes an episode on these on these topics. Like, okay, and it worked perfectly. And then again, a movie, like I don't know, man, an hour and a half. Like, oh no, the comics, the comics didn't didn't end. He's still doing that, but apparently he says he doesn't own the characters, so. Like, we'll see. I guess he's still producing content for him. Probably, uh... Copyright. Mm-hmm. Probably Adult Swim owns the, the characters now. Maybe. I mean, I honestly, honestly don't know. But but overall, it's just been... It's just been interesting. Because you say you don't watch TV, so, I mean... 
I, I couldn't imagine them doing a... Did the comics end? I didn't know the comics ended. Did the comics end? Oh my god. I have to now look up the comics. I have to look it up on like Wikipedia and stuff like that, I guess. Um... Oh no, they ran from 1996 to 2006. So yeah, he basically... Stop doing the comics. It's like he seems like he stopped doing the comics to do the TV show, and then after the TV show ended. Yeah, how weird. Because, I don't know, it's it's weird to me to think that someone stopped doing something like that. I mean, I know Bill Watterson ended Calvin and Hobbes. Like... I mean, maybe he's just probably been doing it for so long you kind of want to just get away from it for a while. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that for sure. Okay, so to kind of just change gears completely. Live services. Thoughts? Like, you think games not having fucking proper single-player aspects and, like... Being able to finish a game, is that is that a thing that you guys like care about? That it just, I, I still prefer playing single player narrative driven games. It's still what I prefer to do. Um, I, I mean, I enjoy online games. I enjoy playing with you guys. I enjoy part, but I also enjoy being able to do things at my own pace and be patient meticulous with things if I want to or be stupid if I want to and it not come back to bite me every time like when you play online games you have to be more or less on your game constantly or you're not going to enjoy yourself you don't have to do that with a single player game if you're just fucking around so it it is important to me Um, more than any online game that's come out in the past several years went a high def remaster of KOTOR or the Mass Effect series that's what I want in gaming right now Mm. I kind of, I kind of really want to play Mass Effect again. Yeah, I want to play Mass Effect with a better I, engine. I, I don't, I don't even care if Mass Effect Three had a pretty meh ending. I still want to play it. I enjoyed the hell out of Mass Effect Andromeda. Like it was kind of a mess, but I played the fuck out of it. Like I, I, I like that kind of game. I, I miss that kind of game really. Okay, well, the last game that I've played in story. Uh, I think it was Undertale, and I didn't even finish it. I just watched other people <laughs> finish it. Uh, I mean, and there's there's another aspect. As you get older, like we now have the option to be like, I don't feel like finishing that game. You can literally just go on YouTube, go on Twitch, and watch someone fucking finish a game, and be like, oh, okay, that's what happens. It's possible. Like, I guess it's possible if you're too busy. It's possible. Not my thing, though. Not my thing. I can't remember the last game I've actually finished in terms of a story. I think it was the Master Chief Collection when it came out like three, I don't know, I don't know, it was like three months in. Me and Chris just played through the entire thing on Legendary. And it was so buggy. We we, we were somehow like in, we were like in two separate lobbies, but also being able to influence each other's uh, uh, story mode. I don't know. It was weird. 
Like he could get into a tank and then I would get into that same tank and I would control it, but then I'd lose control of it and he'd just like go somewhere completely different. That's really, that's like, oh man, I wish you could have recorded that. That sounds fucking amazing. I, I, I had some recordings of it. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have them anymore. I don't know if they're on his Xbox. I don't know if I might have them on like on, on, on an online uh, thing, but it was so weird because there were just times where like I would like we would be playing and like Chris, where's that the uh, the flood level where you're playing as the arbiter and you're trying to get the index? You know how you're on that like gondola and you're just getting flooded with the flood. Right, right, right. Like it's, so, yeah, yeah. So there, you can kind of cheese that fight if you just hide in the back and not do anything until it lands. And then you just run off the, the gondola. Uh, Chris did that. But, like, he kept complaining about how... I was like, why, why did you jump off? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm I'm shooting the flood. He's like, no, on my stream, you just jumped off for no reason. And then it would happen to me where he would just, like, run and shoot into a wall with a rocket launcher. It would kill him on my end, but he would still be playing on his end. But it would reset for me. So like we, what we had to do is we just had to like using his direction. I would just have to hide somewhere so he can complete his his run. And then once he reached the end of the level, it would just stay black until I finished my end of. I guess until I reached that exact same part on my end. So he kind of just had to like just hide so that I could continue it on my own. And then it, it, it didn't continue until we had both reached the end. It was it was so weird. It, it was just it, it was, I don't know. Like it, MC MCC had a lot of weird issues. And I, at first, when I heard about them, I was like, "Oh, well, it's only multiplayer. We're, we're only going to play campaign." But I, I I don't know. I guess co-op was affected too. And on top of that, I think I remember the Xbox Live servers just not working properly. Like they I don't know they were laggy or whatever. Man, when wasn't Xbox Live laggy? But I think that was the last, Lord. the last uh, game I've ever played in terms of just sitting down to play for the story. Like I don't know, it's one of those things where because I've been playing the Division Two, right? And that is very story driven, but because it has the same kind of live service, you know, feel that you get to the end, then there's the end game, then new content comes out, and you keep doing. It. You never really beat it. Like, the whole point is to keep it going in some way. Oh, wait, no. That's not right. That's not true. The last game I played for its story was Destiny 2. I beat it, and then I just stopped caring. But there's never an end. You don't end. You go back into the Crucible. Yeah, you are letting down Shaxx for not going into the Crucible. I gave I gave him my all in Destiny 1. If he doesn't like it, then he can go for it. <laughs> I, 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 I did it with No Land Beyond. Until that gun comes back in Destiny 2, I don't care about it. That that's really close-minded thought. We have new yeah. we have new exotics now. Okay, and they're all crap. <sighs> I mean, that's a matter of opinion. Like apparently, ever since Forsaken, it was actually got a lot better. I it was hard for me to get back into it because again, by that point, the clan had fallen apart, and like everyone was out playing other games, and I'm just like, oh, kill me, kill myself. But you know, because that game is not that fun solo. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. It's just not that fun solo. 
it's it's a it's a party division i love playing solo like it's a whole different like difficulty and feel when it's you're on your own but like as a you know like by by yourself and in, in, in destiny too i'm just like all right time to kill some more vex trending time to get into another oh i i think i can get heroic i guess i could do this with a heroic public event so I, I, I guess I guess uh, just uh, to wrap it up then is uh, I hope that whenever it comes out on PC we can all sit there and relive Halo for a third time. Hell yeah! And, like you had I'm really excited Halo about it. But oh, um, yeah, I just want to play. I got I gotta get Lauren through her paces so she could experience Halo too because she's never played. We are definitely gonna have a playthrough with uh, hopefully us three plus Lauren, and hell yeah. oh <laughs> hell yeah, we're gonna carry her so hard. It's gonna. <laughs> Did, okay. did Halo Reach? Was it was it was it two co-op or was it four co-op? It was four co-op. It was four. But you only had double split screen. That was that was the whole local multiplayer was two two. Yeah, it won't matter now because PC. Yeah, it won't matter. Hopefully, everyone will. Uh, Until, unless you realize you need, you need Xbox Live Gold to play. Uh, I guess I'm, I gotta start using. And on Bing again. that note, <laughs> and on that note, I guess we'll 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 end it there. And, and I guess it's 2008 again because we need Xbox Live. See you guys again. Hopefully, sorry to ruin your night. I can access my old email that I haven't used in the decade, <laughs> and I no longer have the password to. We'll oh, make it work. I just depressed myself. <laughs> all right well thanks for everybody catch you next week bye